Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Undercover Lover, the unofficial podcast of Love Island 2018. Can we have a chat? I'm not sure how to say this, but I think we should all be keeping our options open and just cracking on with some other podcasts because this is the final episode of Undercover Lover for this year. I'm Harriet Minter, and yes, it's finally time for me to accept my single status admit that no one is about to hand me 50 grand and say goodbye to the New York and Villa, which has been my TV home for the past eight weeks. But before I go, there's time for one last chat around the fire, or in this case, the wine glass. Joining me this week to overanalyze this year's Love Island are author Lucy Vine and journalist Pedro Sykes. Hello and welcome, ladies. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Um, we should probably preface this podcast with the fact that Lucy and I have had quite a lot of wine. <laughs> Pandora is a new mum with her first wine glass in her hand, so who knows where this is going to go. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we've also just watched the live finale, which I think we can all agree, the least interesting episode of Love Island so far. It always is, isn't it? Lucy, yeah. It's yeah. worst, isn't it? Yeah. It's just all very marathon, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair to them, we were just talking over it the entire time. I know, it's true. Right. I slightly <laughs> forgot the purpose <laughs> of our visit yeah. here. <laughs> like, really? What did I book you for? I don't know. Um, book us, yes. We do book, have book yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Monday night TV <laughs> Um Inevitably, the least unexpected win of all time Danny Dyer and Jack they won are you happy about it Pandora what do you think did they deserve to win I think they did you're right it was the least um, surprising victory but they they were true love encompassed and we didn't really see them have one argument except for when he did fail that lie detector test quite miserably (laughs) it was awkward wasn't it yeah they can be believed they can they I know so the yeah. questions, the questions on the lie detector test, that's what did it. It wasn't Jack, it was the questions. I don't understand why everybody still believes in that lie detector test. It's obviously it's like a magic nonsense. Eight ball, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's exactly like a magic eight ball. It's like, oh, I'm not sure about this question. What is next? It's ridiculous. <laughs> but it is wonderful that Danny and Jack won. Did you think that Laura might steal it at the last minute? No. 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 <laughs> Pretending there was any tension was at all. Right it was very, very obvious Did what was going to happen. Did the stats get released? Did no, see... I don't think they've ever released the stats. <laughs> not to us. No. We're not high status enough. <laughs> so There's some producers somewhere. But um, all the bookies, I mean, right from day one, have been saying that it would be them, and it was. And yeah. it's not even Jack, is it? It's Danny. It's She's Danny. so bloody wonderful. No, it's Danny. But yes, no, I know what you mean. No, it's only, nearly no. 2 million followers on Instagram, oh, that girl so has. so wonderful. Already. But she most of them had got over a million when I last checked during an insomniatic binge about three weeks ago. It's probably <laughs> yeah, some of them had a million. Oh, really? Yeah. That's really? probably how the Love Island producers find them in the first place, surely. It's how Booby.com keeps going. Booby.com. What's the one sip of wine, my <laughs> Yeah, but usually there's like some some kind of like um, love story in the way we feel about these contestants, like kind of go up and down. Yeah, there's an arc. There was none of that with Danny. Like I just loved her from loved day, her day one, one, and just consistently she was my goddess. Oh, she has just never, never put a foot wrong. That's it. No, even when she fell out with Georgia, like yeah, I mean that just. 
cemented it for me. Just, uh, <laughs> Anyone who ditches Georgia as a friend. She's got the most extraordinary moral integrity, hasn't she? And actually, Absolutely. she's been the most amazing PR for Danny Dyer Senior. Like, I think he's probably like, point. go on, gal. Like, yeah. Daddy's just She's just reflecting <laughs> their parenting, like, mm. brilliantly. Oh, yeah, they suddenly seem like amazing parents, don't they? She never thought that very well. I even found myself Google imaging pictures of her, like, on the red carpet, age 14. Oh, <laughs> did you find anything? Yeah, yeah, no, she's been on the red carpet with her father, yeah. Oh, I was she's so for. down to earth then. Like, I don't understand how she's such a nice, decent human being. Oh, I don't understand. <laughs> So I know some things about Danny Dyer that senior that you are not supposed to know about Danny Dyer senior, and based on those, I don't know how Danny came. We'll have to talk about it when the recorder's off. Um, but yeah, bleep and bleep. No, sorry, that was terrible joke. Sorry. So we love that Danny and Jack won. We think that Danny is a goddess. Mm-hmm. How have we felt about Love Island the series this year? Lucy, this year compared to previous years, what have you thought? Well, we were talking about this while it was on, weren't mm-hmm. we? About how, like, um, it's just it's just felt a lot less sex-focused. It's felt much more about genuine, like, love and romance. I mean, they were, they were heading that way in the last series, I think. But this series has just felt very kind of sort of almost sweet and innocent. I don't want to say... Yeah. don't want to go too far no, with it's that. it's quite nerdy, though. The yeah. whole... The whole do bits society mm. is like both like Very really teenage. endearing and like also vile at the same time. Because <laughs> you're really like going through the bases with them, and you're like intimately knowledgeable about like exactly what went where. Yeah. But it, yeah, I mean, it's they, nostalgic, and, isn't it? It's like being fifteen again, and everybody's sort of talking about like, oh, the girl um, in maths class who uh, gave uh, Danny from Year Nine. Uh, a blowjob and it's like so sweet and interesting. Mixed, so, um, yeah, I was working out the age there. I was like, what was happening in your I school? I don't know. I'm making stuff up. I was so frigid. <laughs> I, didn't, I just assumed stuff was happening. It's better for it though, isn't it? Because it is like it's really boring watching watching this adube going up and down. Yeah, it's, it's not. It, but there's nothing remotely. Um, it's like watching paint dry. I think you're really true. There's nothing sexy about watching a duvet going up and down, but there is something really sexy about watching two people across a pool kind of exchange a glance when they shouldn't be. You know, like when they know that actually they're with someone, but they kind of like somebody else, or when they want to talk to somebody. I I was quite into that this series. Mm. Into it, yeah. Um, Pandora, what have you loved about this series? What has drawn you in? So I. I'm a slight anathema, I think, in this room, given that I only watched last year. I haven't mm-hmm. watched since BC. Um, <laughs> so I can only compare it to last year. And I felt like the contestants this year were a lot less kind of argumentative and hard work, which I think is yeah. why lots of people think, like, Laura, quote-unquote, is a bit crazy, because she's the only example of anyone that's actually had any kind of, like, ah, moment. They've all been, like, just, like thoroughly quite chilled good people yeah. there's been there's been very little even when because if you think how dramatic some of those dumpings yeah. were with Georgia and with Laura even with that it's been like very civil um and I think I was a bit worried halfway through the series that we'd lost the sense of what it was about it felt very like they knew they were going on they were they were all influencers and waiting there was a real sense yeah. that, especially when Niall described Adam as like one of those guys you see on Instagram it felt just too knowing like it's a bit meta, yeah it? it was so meta exactly <laughs> and then I felt like it all really got brought back in the middle when like the true love started emerging and by the end you had like so many solid couples Genuine except for Alex and Alex but thankfully they didn't make the final right can you imagine I mean, they won? be so annoyed I was really I was really worried about it for a while yeah well apparently and I didn't know this and Alexandra Hemsley who was on the last podcast if you haven't listened to it go and listen told me on Reddit there is like a whole Reddit thread dedicated to why Alex is some poor put upon incel involuntary celibate and how he should just be celebrated yeah but I mean, like Alex that said really to you last week, yeah. he, there were plenty of women 
so or many women. It's because yeah. it's because I think this is something you were mentioning earlier, which is really interesting. He's absolutely kind of revered and fetishized for being, in his own words, and this was quite creepy. It was like he was describing himself as a man of the cloth. He, he, he kept describing himself as a man of science. And yeah, did you remember, guys? Remember when he was talking about how to do a cesarean? Oh my god, it was yeah. so graphic. As a woman who has recently how, given yeah. birth, I, I was honestly like, oh my god. And how he so said something about like, but he said something about how like um, you have to push really quite hard. Yeah, he was like, um, oh, <laughs> and, you know that feeling when you are responsible for life <laughs> and it's like for no. fuck's sake Dr Alex like you turned up in the last five minutes baby. you are not that involved in this <laughs> Jesus I mean they're quite involved <laughs> yeah but they can't take full quite responsibility for like creating life which is what he was trying to it was like peak Alex in that moment <laughs> so because it was the finale and as we previously mentioned sod all happens actually in the finale uh, we're going to talk about some of our favourite bits from the last eight weeks and the show generally some key themes that have come up during the series and that we have loved so let's go back to the beginning there's not much left of the imagination really is there I'm Adam I'm 22 I'm a personal trainer and I'm from Newcastle I mean I get paid pretty much train girls which isn't exactly a bad thing spending time with them every hour of the day I'm definitely not like the serious person that you see on Instagram with the posy and the abs out and all that not at all I've been single now for a few months the biggest thing I bring to the relationship is just having a laugh, I want to have fun three words to describe me in the bedroom would be flamboyant, fun and quick So I'm tall, dark and handsome. I've got abs. What more would anyone want? So it feels like forever ago now, but literally, what, four or five weeks ago, whole abuse campaigns were being promoted about six foot five walking god Adam and his behaviour in the villa. And what I have seen in the villa this year that I think is really interesting is how boys think about girls. So particularly the notion of, I'm really happy, but I could be happier. (laughs) Quantifiable happiness. It's so tender, isn't it? It is so tender. So this is what I think. I feel like this year's Love Island has been essentially app-dating on TV. Have you felt that? (laughs) Definitely, yes. What have you thought about the boys in the villa? (sighs) I mean, it is sort of... um exemplary no that's not the word I'm trying to think of um, it's okay you're four glasses of wine and it's fine <laughs> I didn't even tell you about a drink before I came here oh dear but it is that thing of um of tinder where um you're constantly just looking over each other's shoulders for something better and this is what what app dating has taught us is that there is always more out there and that's what's happened on this series and actually um to be fair to this series I feel like actually these guys have been much more focused on romance than previous yeah. series. I feel mm-hmm. like actually a, a lot of um, previous years it's been so embarrassingly clear that a lot of them are chasing fame or, you know, yeah. um, followers or, you know, that... Um, Boohoo Man deal on Instagram. Yeah, yeah oh, they're still quite often. <laughs> yeah, they still want their free hair transplant, let's face it. They still want but... to be like the Avon lady from Misguided. <laughs> yeah, but I do think that there's been a sort of more emotional investment this year and that's been kind of lovely, but at the same time they're still looking over each other's shoulders waiting for somebody better looking but isn't that looking. what does like yes. embarrassingly I've never been on a um, embarrassing dating it's fucking app. wonderful Pandora. just very oh, lucky I've actually loved it and I happen to think I'd be really no. good at them no but everybody has been know. in a relationship that whole oh, trust me no you'd hate but it. the thing that I always <laughs> think is quite disappointing about some of the more feminist apps is that they are entirely based on looks so you know when you see that happening that's just being a refle- that's just a reflection isn't it of how dating has kind of been socialised now I have to say I got really bored with all the hot takes about Adam's toxic masculinity. Yeah. He's 22, he was a bit thick, and he's a he's a really good-looking guy who's built himself up because he used to be shy at school. He was doing what any man like that in that position would do, and yeah. he's also apologised for it since, and I think is now quite in love with Zara, and they've got, like... To be fair, the way he was with Zara when she came in was so different. It was... It was a complete transformation it was so clear that this was finally someone he actually liked but I think weren't there all these stories as well about 
Rosie claiming that he'd emotionally abused her. And I felt like that got... I mean, we don't see everything, so, so you know, if, if I am speaking out of turn about that, then, then I can only regret that. But I felt like it was a bit of an example of, like, listen, we're all journalists, we've all written got an op-ed about our night's sleep if, if we're pushed enough. But yeah. that, to me, felt like people trying to force, like, a really woke narrative into, like, a square hole. Do you know what I mean? Like, we have to politicise everything in Love Island. Yeah. And, th- and those articles with Adam, I just thought, slightly, like, enough's enough. Like, they're not that bad. The men Honestly, are not that I thought bad. That, I, but I thought that somebody like Wes, back in the day, uh, back in the early days of the series, was worse than Adam. Like, when he was breaking up with Laura... Megan the, the just way he her was, but yeah, but the way he was talking to Laura was very like, oh, confused face. Why on earth would you be upset? Like, I don't understand why you would be uh, acting like this crazy that person. That drives me insane that when they say something about it. Instead of owning it and being like, yeah, exactly. Listen, and that's why I never liked Wes was because he would do that like awful, like confused face. Like, why on earth are you upset? <laughs> like, what? All I've done is like be like honest with you that I was in love with you, and then I was in love with Megan. What's the problem? Like, do you think Laura and Wes would still be together if Megan hadn't? I don't think so because I think something that would have made Wes happier would have come in. And not her. Yeah, he would have gone for anybody else who was like. You don't think it would have been her? I think she'd have held herself to anyone, and I say that as a fan of Laura. I say that as a woman who I think was really, really looking for something. She would have stayed Laura. Yeah, I think think she would have stayed with Jack. He just was looking for absolutely anything at any point. Like, like I don't know if we remember, but like Ellie, when she came in, he was trying on with her, and then when she sat him down and said, "I'm not interested," he immediately then ran back to Laura. They'd had like an argument over it. And uh, but do you think this is the one thing I noticed throughout the series is how bad all the boys were with any female emotion. So whenever Laura said to Wes, look, I'm really upset because Wes did his confused face. I don't understand why. When uh, Laura said to New Jack, I'm really upset because when Danny said to Jack, this is just how I feel about you failing that lie detector test. And he couldn't deal with it at all. He went off one. It just felt to me like the boys didn't really understand that women saying I'm hurt about this because isn't something to be massively dramatic about. It's just a statement but of fact. But we don't train boys properly, but do, young do men we? Ever, we train women do young men to deal ever with understand no, and that's what's what quite I mean. nuanced female emotions to them? Yeah. I don't think that's surprising at all. No. I don't think that, and I don't think that's specific to this um, series either. No. You've also got to hope that most of them are in their early 20s, which is like very young to be understanding the kind of emotional signifiers in a relationship. Hopefully some of them will grow out of it. But actually, I still know a lot of men in their early 30s who also would be like, well, that's not my But why would you ever exercise your emotional muscles if women have been running around you your entire life, doing all the emotional labour? That's just what we do. Women are trained from an early age to do everything in that sense for a man like why why would dr alex ever worry about uh... he was so that this is what really annoyed me though is i think so they were also obsessed with him in the villa because he wasn't a threat to anyone Mm. yeah yeah. and obviously he they were quite impressed by him him being a doctor but actually i found the stuff he said much more nauseating sometimes a bit more troubling than anything anyone else did found it really weird when he tried to um re-establish himself as sort of like this dangerous man when he talked about having a threesome oh that was so weird he used that that as leverage in a way that I found like really quite weird none of the other boys did that and I think what he meant by that was that he like watched through a window one time (laughs) and his his, his emphasis again and again on liking natural women you know which Josh then chimed in with that stupid comment about not liking women they take their makeup off at bed makeup off at bedtime and and Alex saying that felt like he was parroting something he should be saying because he thought it made him seem more like authentic and like homely. But actually, he he went for the most augmented women um, who he had absolutely nothing in common with. I mean, his and Grace's conversations were the most <laughs> amazingly oh awful. Oh my god, the most mortifying thing I've ever seen. But I think a lot of Alex's problems was that he just wanted to be one of the lads. Yeah. He almost wasn't he's worried. He's never met men like this before. He wasn't he's worried about that. Really he wasn't worried about having girlfriends. A lot of, I felt yeah. like a lot of those boys were quite secure yeah. in themselves. I felt like 
I felt like Wes was quite authentically Wes and Jack was quite authentically Jack but Alex you know when he sort of was talking about fancying someone else and Danny was like I'm not listening to this she was like I don't like this I don't like this you know you yeah. we've all kind of had your back and now someone's come in and you're trying to sacrifice off someone else but I also think that it was Alex's mum who said it the best where she was like um, Alexandra's mum and she was like what show did you think you were on Alex yeah. he did seem like the only one who didn't really want to meet anything other than a Rory Oh, Alexandra's mum was genius and my favourite thing great. also was on Twitter with everyone being like Alex's mum should have said this like yeah. you know if you're a mum of boys and you don't tell them how to treat women and why women are why women behave as they do you are complicit in their bad behaviour I thought that was a man so of science guys he's <laughs> a man of science I struggle to muster up any kind of really strong anti-Dr. Alex Feeney I just feel like I've met so many men so you like become the new Dr. Christian <laughs> I am really worried. I'm really worried that the reason that the ITB producers pushed him so hard is because they want to retire Dr. Hillary and put him in. I I just think most of his struggles stem from being just playing an an away game. Like he (laughs) he does not have any idea where he is, who these people are around him, what is happening. He was desperately trying to be liked by these people that he has never encountered before. Yeah, and that's because he's a Jack told him that he loved him more than he loved Danny, and but Alex (laughs) never said it back. But it's a novelty, isn't it, for them? They haven't like seen this weird, fancy, posh. Dickhead before, and he's never spent any time in Essex before, has he? Like it's they're they're both kind of going like, oh, aren't you an interesting concept? (laughs) That's what's happening both sides, and and Doctor Alice was just trying to fit in in the pathetic, sad way. I like that slightly creepily. You are calling him Doctor Alex, even though it's not remotely mandatory to this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) One of my most irritated um, things about irritating things about this series is that there were multiple people with multiple names <laughs> and it was really annoying that I couldn't keep track of who was who um, so Dr. Alex no I so agree sorry. they should have made them another, change their there names there were several other Alexes Absolutely. in this series so, <laughs> so hot Alex we've... glasses hot, hot Alex in a black bikini <laughs> oh my god so many of yeah. them yeah so we've talked a lot about the boys, let's talk about the girls. Particularly, let's start off talking about Laura, because she came second and I was so impressed with that. I, I didn't think, think she was going to. I, I really think it's because people have followed her emotional arc. She's been through a lot, she snapped back really well from it, and she's also just like a really good girl. I'd love her by my side. She's like, she was so good about kind of when she realised that like Meg and Wes for example were like really into each other and Jack and new Laura were really into each other she was like had nothing but kind of supportive stuff to if she ever got the option of voting any of them off she never did it and I think she really held in her heart that this was Love Island and that you had to find love and she was just so determined to find love so my favourite Laura moment was Laura talking to Wes when he's trying to apologise and she just disses him Laura Can I have a chat with you, please? I don't want to, sorry. No, I don't have to say sorry. I just wanted to fucking say sorry for last night. I thought it was just hang out of order what I did, so... Why did you do it, then? Pardon? Why did you do it, then? This is what I'm saying, it's a mistake. I'm fucking sorry. I didn't mean it to come across cold, malicious or anything like that. Like, walking through there, I did not mean it to be... What, sleeping in the bed with Megan? I did not mean it to be... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a mistake. I should not have done it so soon. I've said I'm sorry. I'll put my hand up and say I'm fucking... I'm fucking really sorry for it, like... I don't forgive you, so... That's, that's fine. I've just wanted to say it to you, just just let you... Make yeah. yourself look better. OK, cool. No, just to yeah. basically clear that's my head. But... OK. You can go now. I will. So she just says to him, you know, we're done here. I loved it. It was so classy. It was, it was just that beautiful female anger, but withheld and making really making the point that you're only apologising to me to make this feel better for yourself, mate. Move on. Yeah. Minus George's I mean, amazing know. drama from my favourite bit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see what I'm doing, but it was when she was like, he's not going to see me cry. It was so, <laughs> I am a 20-year-old drama student. And she was literally going like this. How do I describe oh, that? Oh, Georgia, it's like amazing. gathering it's like Pull yourself together. Like, I, I quite admired her for that though, being age yeah. 20, being like, because I used to think that if you 
cried it made men feel bad no makes them feel who very cares? happy in their decision to walk away <laughs> also who cares but I, I mean I know that during uh, the final when we were watching it like I was being yay Laura but that was just trying to fit in with you guys actually you're not don't loving really her. like Laura that much and, it, and uh, okay hold on hold on let me Lucy let me, what let me, let me rephrase what that I'm on the <laughs> Josh where's any of them you sat on no, wait, 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 wait. I'm on the fence about Laura and the ri- like okay hold on bring the argument let's hear it listen, no it, it, the thing is I don't think in real life me and Laura would get on in a million years <laughs> she has no sense of humour she doesn't. She, she does not no sense of humor. She's dry as fuck, guys. She's so boring. So Laura is but my pick is, for a night out. No, come on, come on, Harriet. <laughs> come on. <laughs> this is your internalized misogyny. The now. only reason that she has been entertained to watch is because she's had this continual drama happen to her, and it's been entertaining. And the only reason I'm on the fence and not like actually anti-Laura is because. She's been so mature and grown up about it all and so good about it all. And every time she's been screwed over yet again, she has pulled it back and gone, okay, I forgive you guys. I'll get over it. Let's just carry on and I be friends. she was smart and kind but and quite presented. She's not... She's fine. She's fine. She's all of those things, Pandora. But she's not fine. You act like it's a given in Love Island. Normally, no, you know what one I mean, I probably wouldn't want to hang around any of them. I mean, apart from Danny Dyer, obviously. Are they she's doing that? But yes, yes, they are. How dare you? So I want to talk just, about yeah. the other hated woman in the villa, apart from Laura, apparently. Um, Megan. Her, I'm just not that into her. <laughs> I have been on a journey with Megan. I think the whole of society's been on a journey with her. She is a riveting, dare I say it's about much more than Megan. At the beginning, I think it was about a really quite worrying trend for people just fetishising a slightly pornographic idea of a woman. This was a 21-year-old girl who'd had rumoured between 25 and £400,000 worth of surgery. (laughs) I thought you were going to say lovers. Between 25 and £400,000 lovers. Completely different statistics of how much work she's had done. But that's irrelevant. Like, this is not me shaming her for any work she's had done. What I found more worrying is is the response to her. And people were fancying a, a, a woman who... You can't look like that unless you've had these things done. So, so that worried me, the fact that everyone was like, oh, my God, she's the sexiest thing ever. And then it worried me because all of the boys, all six of those boys from Catherine Moore wanted to get with her, and she had done and said nothing kind or positive or galvanising or fortifying. <laughs> all she had done has been actually, like, really bitchy. Do you remember when she said, I fucking hate Georgia? Like, yeah. just out of nowhere. And then I actually think you saw not only Wes bring out you know, the the best side of her, not like, oh, she was only made a whole woman by a man. But I mean, he drew out a side that no one had ever seen because the most telling thing, and I'm glad she was kept in so we could actually see beyond that kind of, like, pin-up body, is that this is obviously a woman that has really, really struggled and that, and that surgery speaks to kind of her former self. When her dad was like, I've never seen you this happy. I've never seen you smile. And she's like, I, I don't think I've ever been happy like this. And her brother was like, you made some female friends, Meg. You should be really proud of yourself. Like, they were so Just proud of her sad. for being a normal, <laughs> yeah. a normal girl. Not a particularly funny girl. Not, t- but, but they all liked her, didn't they? So, yeah. like, there was like obviously something... That we weren't seeing, but I'm just I'm glad she was kept in for that. I thought it was really important. I did always like her, so I'm kind of uh, hang on, Lucy. I'm so confused. You didn't like Laura, but you've always liked Megan. What is <laughs> what? What do you look for? Like, hasn't ever tried to hide the fact that she's had all this work done. I respect that. The the, the thing that bothers me she is very self aware, though. You, may, maybe not. No, I, I do think she is. I think she's always been kind of. Actually, she's aware in her own words that she's very much yeah. got that imposter syndrome thing going on where she's like, oh no, oh, I'm awful. And, and actually, well, she thinks she's just judged by her looks because, because she's only ever performed in accordance to her looks. Yeah. Like, that, oh, that yeah. was what's so scary. She, it was so perpetuating, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it makes me sad. But, yeah. I mean, what I, I liked about her was that she, she did sort of say, like, um, I, I've changed all this stuff and, and I was always this other person and now I'm this other person again and it's but it doesn't change what's inside I'm no of course it doesn't and, and I, but I don't think what's inside is that bad <laughs> and you might say that important <laughs> or that important because she's hot she's got a great <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Louise, what did you think of Georgia? Uh, She's so loyal. <laughs> I mean... Oh, she was impressive for a 20-year-old, I thought. I don't mean no, that really patronisingly, but... She was brave. Oh, she was what you are when you're, like, 18 and you go, I know everything about the world and I know exactly what I think about everything. She was quite... Do you remember I'm that so sure of it, mate? Oh, oh my God. God. I, felt, I mostly just painful. felt embarrassed for Georgia. And then when all... Like, everybody really was kind of going, oh, wow, the, she's handling all, all so well. I just she was the only was girl that went and slept outside with um, I agree. Rosie when she was done. Yeah. I get a bit lost by the roster of Adam's yeah. brunette women. But, <laughs> and she, like, she really... And, and and Danny and her were definitely best friends. Like, I think Danny would have picked Georgia out of any of the other yeah. women. Like that, uh, I know the honest and loyal thing got absolutely like out of control. Yeah. But before she started saying that, she was actually quite honest and loyal. Well, I don't know. I just found her to be very like nineteen, to be honest, and it just felt a bit irritating. Lucy, you loved Kaz. Why? Oh, God, I love because she fancies her. If Lucy fancies her, they're attractive. Lucy will defend them. No, no, they're all gorgeous, so that's not fair. Yeah, no, I do. You just love a brunette. So much. Are you the Adam of this so conversation? Beautiful. She's a god. <laughs> I would love to be the Adam of this conversation. <laughs> Your jeans aren't as tight as this. No. Or oh. my jeans aren't as tight as this. Let's face it. That was a nice double entendre. But yeah. Uh, okay, no, ladies. I, I think Kaz is fucking wonderful. Am I? I keep swearing. Are you gonna? Have to no, it's fine. We, oh, okay. we we just put an explicit note on it. Oh, it's I'm okay. so sorry. No, that's fine. It makes it kind of cool. But yeah, edgy, I just I think. think Kaz was just so cool and beautiful and nice and laid back, and I just she didn't really give a shit. She found Josh, who she kept just saying mad about him. Yeah, and she wasn't really bothered about that. Like, that's probably the way she's had a lovely it. holiday for a month, didn't she? It's Did nice. she make that many <laughs> tight friendships? Though? I don't care. I don't. I don't think she did either. And I don't think she cares exactly. I think she's just like she really loves Josh. Josh yes. really loves her. They're really happy. That's she's like quite masculine in her approach to life and pressure, though. She's I definitely think... quite a boy's girl. I think. Well, also, I just I think she's really. That secure in herself I think she's like do you know what if I leave yeah. here and I don't find anyone I'll just go back to my nice life that I had before yeah. and I'm good and if I do fabulous great I think Josh was the same I think that's why they worked yeah. I think yeah. both of them were like really pretty happy with their jobs because a lot of those people are not going back to their jobs whereas like Josh yeah, and Kat I think job. like their jobs like feel like yeah. their jobs are definitely part of them rather than like Jack I've done a bit Jack is definitely going back to stationery selling <laughs> I love this is why I love <laughs> no it because not once was he like guys I'm not going back to bit pens like I think he'd be perfectly <laughs> happy definitely going to back go to, back to bit pens <laughs> he'd be perfectly happy Can I have I love Bix. your favourite moments from the series? What are some of the bits that you remember and loved? Jack furtively eating Doritos when they were meant to be cooking dinner for the house. <laughs> when they repeat, the camera repeatedly keeps coming back. And he's got that pure terror, I've done this so many times, of someone eating a snack when they shouldn't be eating a snack and saying whilst crunching through a fermented snack that they're not eating a snack. And what was so brilliant is he did it again and again and again. By the end, did you see there were empty family bags? <laughs> Danny going, you better not be eating those. He's like, I'm not, Dad. I'm not, I'm not. It was, uh, it was pure comedy gold. So that was one of my favourites. And, um, oh, Josh doing the meme. I can't really yeah. say. If you Google, like, Josh, it was like, you know, when he... It's this. When he's when he's miming, surprise. You're such a great podcast guest. <laughs> <laughs> it's this. Nobody's watching. It's a surprise face. He puts his hands up and he widens his eyes. And I really love that because I thought that was really him calling on his, like, social media editing background, which he never really talks about. And I would have quite liked... To yeah, hear him talk about, you know. But they never really, I mean, apart from to joke about the job, like... I think they cut depends. it out because yeah, I don't sure think they, they want do. the audience to, to be make, able to, to place them, them as real people. people. Yeah. yeah, they want to almost have them in isolation so you are just looking at the, like, relationship. You, they, I don't think they really encourage you to know them as a person, no. singularly. It's more like... As this a is what I was talking about earlier, like, um, they, they sort of act like it's Big Brother in terms of they're completely isolated. They pretend that... That is how it is. Even and then you realise, like, there. they've got mm, long extensions in, or, like, they've just dyed their hair, and you're like, what's happening? The misguided red. Yeah. And also, um, Kendall or someone... Oh, no, it was Tyler from last year. 
um, who's gone on to be wonderfully indiscreet. And she said, you know, there was a producer with us at all times yeah. there making us re-record stuff. Like, we weren't alone just hanging out on sunbeds. Yeah. Yeah. My favourite mm-hmm. bit was probably... Um, Adam breaking up with Rosie because <gasps> and I know we're going to I know I like all the tough bits but um, I know we're going to come to heroes and villains later but I really want to uh, flag up like the lighting experts from this show <laughs> as a hero later on remind me to bring it back up because because um, Adam, they would just sort of force people to go and sit at this specific table whenever anyone was going to do a breakup, and it's got this amazing like purple lighting that made like Adam look like the evil queen, really from Snow White, <laughs> and he just sort of the like, shadows are all across his face, and he just I can't remember the breakup. What's it was say so that? good. Oh, he didn't say anything. He just kind of looked. He, he was like, "I'm smirked. so confused." Oh, Why? Well, like, so Alex, who kept on going on about smouldering. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. They 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 seem to make everybody who's having a breakup go and sit or, or do or saying something annoying and creepy go and sit under this weird purple light that makes them look like evil shits. <laughs> it's so good. I loved it. Why do you think Love Island is such a phenomenon? I can't even say that. I've had three glasses of wine. For non, for, I can't, I'm not. Like, why do you think it's so popular? I always say, it's human. Is it human? It's just, com- it's just so human. At the end of the day, we are all such basic beasts that everyone wants to feel the warmth of a relationship, and you get to voyeuristically feel like you're kind of part of those. Journeys and also, thank God. Although there's myriad different layers with the, the hair extensions and the weird penchant for thong bikinis this year, <laughs> and, and 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 various things like that. Various kind of like very surface, very millennial Instagram, you know, misguided boohoo pretty little thing. Dot com. Um, at, at the end of the day, it's a tale as old as time. It's literally yeah. people just like wanting to fit, wanting to fall in love, and if you are kind of quite gullible like me and seemingly 90% of the British population are, it's just absolute, it's warming. It's kind of nourishing whilst also being really vacuous. Yeah, I think it's just that we like looking at hot people having sex. <laughs> Which one is it? Both. From your <laughs> I love it. I picked the best too. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Got text! So, for the final time this year, we've got a text or a WhatsApp message or a tweet or a carrier pigeon, quite frankly. Um, So, some of my favourite tweets. Um, Anissa Sudabar said, I'd like to have seen Alex's mum give him what for. And Mega Moan replies, complicit mothers a fuckboy maketh. Are mothers to blame, Pandora, for the fuckboyness in the villa? My God, I mean, the poor woman was to, was coming on to Love Island and say <laughs> hi to her son. Like, I I don't blame her for not going hell for leather on on 
on um, on, on Alex. Alex in front of everyone, you'd probably do that privately. <laughs> yeah, my mum does this with my brother, like not necessarily he's on to Love when Island. he's on Love Island. <laughs> just kind of generally, like when he's being a dickhead, like she'll just say anything, like soothing and loving. I mean, that's kind of motherly thing, isn't it? The thing is, there is an argument to be said, isn't it? Better to be honest. Imagine if he'd strung her no. along to the final and then dumped her the next day. Yeah. That would have been worse. We I just agree. Really have well, we might have won grand, so <laughs> who can tell who's speaking going? of which? Hattie Crystal, who was on a few weeks ago, who I just love, says uh, on her tweet, she says, "Can I take this moment to bitterly com- complain that they're getting fifty k for having fallen in love? The love is the prize, you smug bastards." And also, it's a drop in the ocean compared to the <laughs> Instagram influencing and PAs. I make that in a week. Or what's Rosie? Has Rosie made that in a month? Well, I don't know how much she earns in a year, but she says she's earned whatever that was in a month. Yeah. So, must be at least you know five grand. <laughs> uh, well, so somebody told me that Adam was getting eight grand for a PA, and he well, that, had yeah, fit seems about right. the day His after. Tour was incredible. The day after now he that, had fifty stops. That is what I think was quite bummer about it is that loads of them did have agents before they even went out and the fact yeah. that his tour schedule for Adam who was like oh how interesting was he the, no. the tour schedule was 50 dates like so that was happening while they were in there and I've got to be honest I don't like this new thing for the families running their Instagrams when they're in there it's a bit too much like I think that the Instagram should just go on a Right. Well, I think you do. I I think you do want somebody. I mean, I have thought about this a lot. <laughs> if I was in the Love Island villa, who would I trust with my Instagram? And quite frankly, definitely not my family and very very few of my friends. Did you see the did story when it was like all the Nelsons are hoping that Wes sticks with Laura or something? Do you remember that's when he chose yes. May? And then when they came on, he was like, "Do you like her? Do you like her?" And, and they did kind of say, you know, if you're oh, happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to say, I quite frankly think that Wes's mum is not happy. And Maybe she's... Do you know that in the lie detector test, she, I think so, in the lie detector test, uh, Laura asked, no, Megan asked a question like, are you happy to take me home to meet your parents? And Wes said yes, and it came up as a lie. And I actually think that's nothing to do with Megan. I just think that might be his mum has not liked any of his girlfriends ever. That very much came across. Mother does. This is true. Mothers and sons are a bit. Actually, do you know every man I've dated has loved me? His mother has loved me. The man I've dated has loved me. Every man I've dated has quite liked me. I wish every man I've dated has loved me. Most of them are like on the fence, but their mothers, their mothers are into it. Well, you're very lovable. Thanks, babe. (laughs) (laughs) So it is time for our heroes and villains of the season. My hero, I'm claiming her first, the amazing Danny Dyer. Woo! She's a joy. She's a joy. I would have her as my best friend. She'd be my maid of honour when I got married to any of the men whose mothers loved me. She's just brilliant. Is there a better hero than Danny anywhere in the villa? I hope she gets a segment on this morning. Yeah, me too. Oh, I'm sure. sure. She'll be morning. their entertainment reporter. No, she needs to be better than that, though. Yeah, Everyone's her entertainment reporter. <laughs> I want her as their new agony aunt, because she gives great advice. Yes. I, I quite like her and Jack. I think that they yeah. could boot off Eamon and Ruth and do oh, whatever yeah. they do. Can we, though? <laughs> Let's do that. Sorry, I can't Eamon say anything Ruth. about Eamon. I'm on the same radio station as him, so whoosh. there we go. Um... um Again, when the recorder goes off, all scuds. Villains. <laughs> so, um, I've had a lot of villains throughout the series. I've had Adam. I've had Alex repeatedly. Josh came in and went out again and came in and went out again. Um, overall, mm-hmm. though, my biggest villains of the series are any male columnist who has written an article about why Love Island is trash without watching it. Specifically, you, Piers Morgan, and you, Giles Corrin. They're my heroes and villains. Oh, my God, I hate Piers Morgan. Again, when the recorder goes off. No, so... you can include that. We've had a few Twitter spats. <laughs> Lucy, heroes and villains of the show, who are you picking? Um, my hero would probably be the beanbags. Do you know what? They are long-lasting. They have suffered. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of landing on them aggressively. <laughs> but they've also been the place where you know people fell in love. You know? <laughs> you know what we haven't seen a lot of this series? The pool inflatables. Where have they gone? Yeah, what's happened to 
everybody yeah, there. True. That's disappointing. I mean, we've only had like the odd everybody goes in the pool fully clothed moment. Oh, also, you wanted to be reminded about the lighting. Yeah, well, tell yeah, me. I mean, yeah, I kind of said that. But yes, the lighting people, they have done such a bloody brilliant <laughs> job. I'm so proud of you guys. I think the score's been exceptional. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. calling it a score. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hans Zimmerman got um, really involved this year. I think they could win BAFTAs for that I because that is. Given how little time they have as well, they've really, really built on all of those kind of emotional cues, like, really, really well. Pandora, any other heroes? They'd just be obvious ones, wouldn't they? Danny, Jack, Laura, for, you know, just hanging bloody in there and coming second. And unlike a lot of other people in the final who I felt like, not Danny and Jack, because individually they're great as well, but a lot of other people in the final or even in Love Island full stop, with there as a collective, like it wasn't mm-hmm. that they were singularly okay, loved. Laura singularly like loved and respected, I think. Yeah. Aside yeah. from by you, aside <laughs> from Lucy's nephness no, about her. Troll. Just to be clear, I don't dislike her. I just <laughs> don't like her. about her. I just don't think we'd hang out in real life. It's fair enough, even babe. though she keeps sending me Twitter DMs. Uh, Pandora villains, who you hate him. You know what? I don't hate anyone now. I hated Josh for a bit and I hated Wes for a bit just because I don't like seeing women humiliated by men, mm-hmm. especially by men who have basically just found someone hotter. But I think Wes really loves Megan and I think that Josh really loves Kaz and I think they proved themselves to me to have taken a risk for the right reason. So I don't hate anyone. I, don't, I, I, I couldn't hate Adam because he was... I actually think just too harmless and too thick in the end to really be hated and had his own vulnerabilities, I'd argue. Mm -hmm. So no one. Peace and love. (laughs) Love it. Lucy, you definitely have a villain. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I have 17. No, I, <laughs> no I, I still think Wes is a villain. Sorry, I know that Even this now. is trying really hard to make us like him in the end. But just that, you know, that gaslighting at the beginning and his kind of continual looking over Laura's shoulder after telling her he was falling for her. Obviously, I'm hugely <laughs> triggered by Wes in some way. But, but my main villain would be whoever refused to show them that Georgia Jack kiss clip. That is true. Which producer made that? that, that do you know that what? Was. That was that was weird. Actually, I can't. I can't really. That seems like such an obvious yes. structured reality. Yeah. And they were willing to show Danny that random clip of him seeing his ex, at whatever Cassidy, whatever it was, and they weren't willing to show that clip of Jack being molested by Georgia. It's quite interesting that because if it had been the other way around. Mm. Not to say I'm feeling sorry for the straight white man, but I think that, I, I, I think that yeah, that wasn't terribly fair on him actually, was it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Did right, then. He's he did. Okay. He's okay now. He's he's got his boo man deal. He's all fine. Uh, before we leave it here, ladies, anything else that you must share about this season? Are you watching it next year? Are you coming back? So much of my life just lost again. Of course, of course, I'll be yeah, there. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. we'll all be here. Same time next year. <laughs> With even more wine. I want to see uh, Paul's sister on the show because she looked like Britney Spears. And also, getting because... married. <laughs> so she's got a whole year. She can get married and divorced and reply in that yeah, year. She's she was, fine. She was hot. That'll break up. And Alex's well, friend Chris. Look. That's what we need to, yeah. Everybody that was a sort of side character needs to come back next year. So this is really it. I uh, personally am off to Stansted to welcome home all the islanders when they're finally allowed off their delayed Ryanair flight. Uh, But there's a good chance this podcast will return. Hurrah! No, not at the Love Island live event. I don't think I could bear it. But hopefully next year. And if we're not, then make sure you keep in touch on social media. If you don't want to miss the moment I try to flog you detox tea on Instagram or Twitter, then follow me at Harriet Minter. And you can find the fabulous Pandora Sykes at... Pin Sykes on Twitter. Fabulous. And the even fabulous... Lucy Vine at uh, it's L-E-C-V four letters you just made that really complicated didn't you I'm so sorry in hindsight (laughs) yes of course I do (laughs) 
Lessons we can teach the Love Island Villa. Just make your Instagram handles really simple. Uh, Way back in in episode two, Elizabeth Day and I agreed that Love Island had taught us more about relationships than dating or therapy ever had. So we're leaving you with the Love Island wisdom, courtesy of the Queen. It's Miss Danny Dyer. I do everything for him, everything. So if you want me to be your girlfriend, things need to start changing. Things need to start changing, because I ain't going to be making him ham and cheese croissants every night. If she sits there now and sorts things out and thinks, yeah, fine, he will just get, he will just do it again. Right, now, step away from him if he's saying like that, that's Mark here. He's got some big balls going on here. I didn't think they were that big, but bloody hell. Do not let a boy slag you off to another girl because you are better than that. You're yeah. a proper, mm. better than that. What you yeah. did last night was brave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Really, really he mugged well. you off, but you mugged him off harder. Yeah, I think I Yeah, think exactly. It's all right, babe. Well, he's made his cake, innit? So, um, he ain't eating it. No. This ain't you, moping around now and there playing with the lipstick. What are you doing? 